Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up, as I so often say, be careful with the eye area. It's about 10 times thinner, that skin around the eye area, than the skin in the rest of the face. So it's absolutely worth taking your time to do it super, super gently. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, The Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello friend, I hope you are doing really well. Today is a solo episode and I'm going to be answering the five most frequently asked face yoga questions, which I get via my social media, via my website form, and I hear every single day. So I thought it'd be really nice to just put these together in one podcast. And before we get started, I'd love for you to listen to a little three minute clip that was recorded for me by one of our face yoga teachers, Ivana. She lives in Croatia. If you want to follow her on Instagram, her Instagram is at face underscore yoga and underscore by underscore Ivana. So face yoga by Ivana. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And she sent me through this voice note, just talking a little bit about why she enjoys being a face yoga teacher, the success she's had from it. It's only three minutes. So I thought I'd just put it at the beginning of this podcast and I thought it'd be really nice for you to listen to. And if you are interested in becoming one of our face yoga teachers, there's loads of info at faceyogaexpert.com slash teacher training. And also we have a dedicated Instagram page where I showcase all of our fabulous teachers and give lots of information about face yoga teacher training. And that on Instagram is at face yoga teacher training. So here's a little clip that Ivana sent to me. Hi, everybody. My name is Ivana. I'm a Croatia based face yoga teacher. I have uh, finished my teacher training with uh, Danielle. And I really, really enjoyed the teacher training because I didn't really know much about face yoga, but Danielle has this uh, very gentle and unique approach of showing what face yoga really is and what face yoga isn't. So I really loved how she shares uh, her knowledge about the face exercise, but also about acupressure and gentle massages and also other techniques that are so, so important in keeping our faces young. Because I still, after all these years, believe that our beauty comes from the inside and you have really work on your inner joy and peace to then be able to show that on your face. So I will really, really, really be very happy if I can recommend this teacher training to ladies all around the world, because um, after I finished my teacher training, I started offering uh, workshops and it really worked very, very well for me here in Zagreb, where I live and where I work. But then also with this whole world crisis coming to our door, 
I continued with offering online uh, materials, online trainings, online workshops, and that also worked very, very nice for me. And I'm so happy that I could use this uh, method to actually grow my face yoga community, especially during, uh, during the lockdown that we had, because I felt like a yoga teacher, I have to offer something and give something to people that can make them feel better. And that's exactly what happened because many, many uh, women write to me or they call me and they they give me their feedback, which is always really, really something nice about how they felt about themselves and how they felt supported during uh, this period. And of course, they also notice the changes that happen on their faces, but that comes like on the second or even third place, the first thing they say is always how face yoga made them feel good and made their self-esteem bloom. And that's something that every teacher loves and even needs to hear because that's why we're here. So thank you, Danielle. And uh, thank you, big thank you to all the ladies who practice face yoga. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that clip from Ivana. Let's get into this week's episode now. So the first question I am asked a lot, which actually is two questions, but I'm going to put it as one today, is how old am I? So by the time this podcast comes out, I will be about a month away from 39. And also, have I ever had Botox and fillers? I am asked this all the time, often asked in a really lovely way and sometimes in a very complimentary way. But sometimes I'm asked this almost in an accusing way. So as though what I'm offering is fake in some way, like I'm going for injectables, but actually still talking about the benefits of face yoga. And the answer is no. I've never had Botox ever, ever, ever. I have never had anything invasive like that. Never had fillers, um, never had anything similar to Botox because I know there's a real trend at the moment with people saying they haven't had Botox, but then they go for other market leaders, which are still injectables. But no, I have had nothing like that. I completely believe in face yoga. It's what I do every day for myself. It's what I share with such a passion. So I don't feel any need to go for Botox talks, to be honest. So that's my question number one that I'm asked the most. Second question, which I'm asked a lot, is how to reduce a double chin or how to reduce face fat around that lower face area. So the first thing to say about this is you can't spot reduce fat. So you can't pick an area of the face, for example, the chin area or the neck area and start doing exercises on that area and expect it to burn the fat in that area. The same goes to the body. You couldn't just do exercises for the arms and expect to burn fat in there, that area. In order to burn fat, it's about healthy eating and it's about exercise overall. So it's about general weight loss. However, there is something you can do and that is tone muscle in an area. And when you tone muscle in an area, it really helps to define an area and it really can help to reduce the appearance of a double chin. So I'd absolutely still recommend doing facial exercises for the lower face area if you do suffer from a double chin. If you know that it is down to excess weight, then like I said, it's really about a, a general weight loss you're looking at and then you will find 
time the double chin reduces. But certainly still, if you are going to maybe go into 2021 thinking, okay, I do want to lose a little bit of weight and I know this will reduce my double chin, you'll find doing the face yoga exercises will really, really complement this. Because as you lose the fat in that area, you may find that it leaves your skin a little bit saggy, maybe a little bit loose, maybe a little bit wrinkled. So it's definitely worth strengthening those muscles underneath the skin. So in terms of what you actually should be doing to tone a double chin, there's a few things I'd recommend. So if it was sort of a a quick fix you were looking for, then what you could do is do one of my favourite exercises for that area, which is tilting the head back. So you can do this as I'm speaking, as long as you're not driving or anything, just bringing the head back have the lips together and just repeatedly bring the tip of the tongue up and down towards the roof of the mouth. So you're doing about a rate of one per second. Now, if you're used to doing my 10 day course, reading my book, watching my YouTube videos, you'll probably know this exercise really well and you feel it just underneath the chin. So I like to often just place a hand under the chin and just ensure that I can really feel that working as that tongue goes up and down towards the roof of the mouth. So you can do that for about one minute per day. You can even do that twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, if you like. You can also do a similar one where you turn your head to one side, tilt your chin slightly up towards the ceiling and again do the same thing. Tip of the tongue comes up towards the roof of the mouth, 30 seconds one side, 30 seconds the other side. You can even build it up to one minute. Now I would say it's really good to do a full face yoga program though because if you're toning up the muscles around the upper neck and around the jaw area, it really gives those muscles some good support, some good foundation if you are strengthening the muscles underneath, so the lower neck muscles. And if you are working the muscles around the cheek area, up to the eye area, it's all connected. Every muscle in the face is connected. So it's definitely worth dedicating some time every day to doing a full face program. Lots of ways you can do that. You can use one of my apps, you can use my book, you can use my 10 day course, lots of different ways. So that's how we are reducing a double chin. So that is question number two. Let's get on to question number three that I'm asked all the time, and that's about the eye area. Now, I know I've done a dedicated podcast completely on eye wrinkles and the eye area, so you may want to go back and check that. That was one of my earlier podcasts, but I just want to get back into that question again in terms of the eye area. So the best way that you can really reduce puffiness and dark circles, so let's start with that part first, is through massage. You want to improve the circulation in that area. What happens when you improve the circulation is you bring all the fresh blood up to the skin surface and that blood is carrying fresh oxygen and fresh nutrients. It's going to feed the skin. It's going to help the skin look brighter. It's going to help the skin look more glowing. You're also helping that whole circulatory process. So you're helping with that natural detoxification too. So the circulatory system is obviously a part of that, but the lymphatic system is our body's waste disposal system. It really just carries all of those that waste, all of that garbage, all of that rubbish, everything we don't want in our body or in our face out of the body. Now, it doesn't have a natural pump like the circulatory system does because of 
course of the circulatory system is all connected to the heart. But the lymphatic system needs a helping hand. So through moving our body, through drinking water, through eating the right foods, through massage, we're giving our lymphatic system the helping hand it needs. So let me tell you a couple of techniques which you can just add into your routine. And again, if you are very used to doing my regular face yoga program, you will recognize these. So I really like one where you use your index finger and you tap around the eye area. So we go in one direction, you can do that for about 30 seconds, and then you tap in the other direction. If you find you've got most dexterity in the index fingers, in the pointer fingers, then do it with that. However, if you find that you are quite heavy handed in that area, then I would say use your middle or your ring finger. It's a much lighter touch. Some people do find that a bit uncomfortable. They maybe haven't got that same level of movement in the ring or the middle finger. Work out what is right for you. But as I so often say, be careful with the eye area. It's about 10 times thinner, that skin around the eye area, than the skin in the rest of the face. So it's absolutely worth taking your time to do it super, super gently. And I also like doing a really lovely lymphatic drainage technique where you start and you can do this again with your index finger or with your ring finger. And you start just placing those fingers either side of the inner corner of the eye, just at the edge of the nose where you've got that little indentation, that lovely acupressure point. You go underneath your eyebrows and then underneath your eyes and back to that inner corner of the eye point. And you keep that going round and use a mirror whilst you're doing this. Just ensure you're not dragging that delicate eye area. So you want to do circulation boosting techniques. You want to do lymphatic drainage boosting techniques. And finally, you want to do muscle strengthening techniques. This is particularly good if you find that your skin is starting to sag around that. That area. So you're finding more than sort of puffiness and dark circles, it's more like eye bags. So it's excess skin in that area. So a few facial exercises I love for that area, which work with strengthening the ring muscle that goes all around the eyes called the orbicularis oculi muscle. It's the muscle that's responsible for opening and closing our eyes. One of the nicest ones is the flirty eyes technique, which if you've done my face yoga teacher training program, you'll know this technique very well. You'll also know this if you use my 10 minute natural facelift DVD or the app, which is of course the same content as that. Flirty eyes is a lovely one where you just place your index fingers gently underneath your eyes. You look up, making sure you're not raising your eyebrows. You flutter your upper eyelids and you do this all whilst having your mouth in an O shape. You tuck your lips around your teeth and you hold there and you continue fluttering those upper eyelids. That's the only area of the face that's moving for around 30 seconds. And in time, you can build that up to a minute if you like. But that one is a great one for helping to strengthen the muscles around the eyes. And as we get onto our fourth question in a moment, I'm going to be talking about some other techniques which are also going to help to open up and strengthen that eye muscle as well as working the forehead. 
So let's dive into question four now, which is how to smooth the forehead without Botox. So how can we get rid of those horizontal lines that often run across the forehead and those vertical lines and sometimes horizontal lines that are between the eyebrows? And again, there's a whole dedicated podcast on this, so you can go back into that episode. I'll make sure in the show notes that I link to all these other episodes I've mentioned so you can just delve into those. So smoothing the forehead area. One of the best ways you can do this is to retrain the forehead. So we get into a habit for whatever reason, whether it be just through nature, through copying expressions perhaps that our parents had as we were growing up, our friends had. Often certain expressions and habits we have on our faces are connected to different emotions we have in our body. But if you know you're very prone to raising the eyebrows a lot when you're expressing, then absolutely it's time to retrain that forehead area. Not only will that area look so much more smooth, but also your eye area will feel so much more energised and your forehead will feel more relaxed and lighter. And as you know, with face yoga, the number one thing that we want to get from it is to feel good. So simple one you can do, either place one hand or two hands onto your forehead area. Focus on a point in front of you and open your eyes as wide as you possibly can. Now, the key here is to not raise the eyebrows. If you feel those eyebrows starting to raise up, use your hands, even place your index fingers or two of your fingers on your eyebrows if you need to, keeping that area really still. Then when you're confident with opening the eyes wide, you can practice looking up and down. This is a really nice way to start to get movement into the eyes. It's strengthening those eye muscles. So it's going to help with those eye bags that we just talked about. It's going to work with energizing the eyes, helping the prana or the chi in the eye area. These eye techniques have also been renowned in Ayurveda, in yoga. They've been renowned in traditional Chinese medicine for so many thousands of years for helping to ignite the energy in the eyes, to help improve the eyesight. So they're great to do for so many reasons, not just those aesthetic reasons. So you can even try going side to side or one that I like doing is going round as though you're looking round a clock face. So looking up towards the ceiling as though you're looking to 12, moving the eyes as though you're looking to one, two, across to three, four, five, down to six, seven, eight, across to nine, 10, 11, up to 12. And then you can go in the other direction. So the only part of your body that should be moving is your eyes. And of course, you should be breathing all the time. So you should feel your abdomen moving as well. So that is a great way to retrain the forehead, to really smooth it without Botox. But adding techniques which are going to help to relax that frontalis muscle, that big muscle that runs across the forehead even more, will help. So add some massage into your routine. Can be as simple as taking the index fingers and stroking up between the eyebrows. You can take 
draw your fingertips and place them together between the eyebrows and smooth the fingers outwards and then lift up and off. And you can do both of those techniques for about one minute each. You'll find those techniques or really similar techniques to those in my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, which you can get on Amazon. So plenty of exercises in there. But yes, the answer is you can smooth the forehead without Botox. It is a dedication. It does take longer. And I'm going to be really honest about that because one thing that Botox will do is it will give you results straight away. Those results will wear off. So if you didn't go back and had repeated Botox, you would find that your lines come back. The lovely thing about face yoga is you can just take time and things improve over time, which is fantastic. It doesn't mean instantly it's going to look good. And then in three months time, it's going to look worse again. And it's that constant roller coaster up and down. It just means things are going to continue to improve all the time as you start to dedicate yourself to it also means you've got the control in your own hands for your face, which is so lovely to have. And of course, it's very safe and not as risky as more invasive procedures. But as you know, I've said many, many times, this is a very much a non-judgmental space. So if you do have Botox, please know you are not being judged in any way. I am pro-choice and I absolutely mean that. I think we are so lucky to live in a time, in an age, in a society where we are able to choose, where women can choose what they want. So, if it's right for you, if you know the benefits, you know the risks of getting those more invasive injectables and it is right for you still, then you must do it and you must never ever feel judged by anybody. Okay, so let's get on now to question number five, how to tone a sagging neck. So I am asked this question a lot, really a lot. So the neck area tends to show our aging quicker than any other area. The skin on the neck is super thin. It's almost as thin as the skin around the eye area, but it also takes a lot of strain, particularly nowadays when we use phones and laptops a lot without realising it. We push down and we screw up our neck area a lot. What we want to be doing, and I would say this actually is one of the first things before you even got into any of your key face yoga techniques, is to really work on your posture. So even however you're sitting now, whether you're walking or driving, whatever you're doing, just lengthen yourself up. Imagine a string going from the top of the head all the way up to the ceiling or all the way up to the clouds if you're outside and feel everything lengthening. Then squeeze your shoulders back as far as they'll go and then curl them forward as far as they'll go. And then find your neutral position somewhere in between that and let your shoulders really come down away from your ears as much as they can, but just settle them in that neutral position. If you're walking, just ensure you're walking so your weight comes equally both sides. If you're sitting or you're driving, just try and plant your feet as much as you can, either into the floor or, of course, if you're driving, just do whatever you need to do in order to be safe. But try and distribute the weight around the legs and the hips evenly so you're really grounding those sitting bones down onto your seat. Then just lift your chin up slightly so you don't need your chin as far as possible 
parallel to the floor, but you don't want to tuck it right in. You want to come to a position and if you've got a mirror now, have a little look and just ensure that you're not seeing any creases being made. Don't worry if there are permanent creases there, that's completely fine. And little note on that, by the way, that is normal. You'll find if you look at, even if you look at children, the sort of six, seven years old, they'll have these lines here. That's completely normal. So don't worry about that. But what you don't want to see when you're checking your posture is you're creating any lines or deepening any current ones. So bring your neck into the position and then take a deep breath in through the nose and just take a big exhale through the mouth. Really let the jaw go. When we hold a lot of tension in the jaw, we tend to tense the neck. And when we tense the neck, we're holding those lines and making those lines a lot deeper. So I'd say posture is super important. You then need to be working with strengthening and toning exercises. So again, if you do my teacher training program, you'll know I'm a big fan of the giraffe exercise. So this is the one where you place the hands onto the collarbone, you tilt the head back, you bring the bottom lip out a little bit and you hold there, you breathe deeply. And you can hold and breathe deeply for about four breaths there. You can even do some simple massage there, as simple as tapping the neck area. That is a beautiful way to improve the circulation. You can do some lymphatic drainage around that area. That helps with any dull skin tone. I've actually got a YouTube video where I work a lot on the lymphatic drainage. And in my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, you will see in there, there's a little neck lymphatic drainage technique, which is in the neck section of the book. There we have it. We have the five most frequently asked questions that I get online and in person, in fact, on a daily basis. So I hope you have found that useful. I hope you enjoyed that little segment from one of our face yoga teachers, Ivana, as well. And as I said, all the information you'll need will be in the show notes below. And I just want to take this moment to say a huge, huge thank you to everybody that listens to this podcast. This is a project which I started in January 2020, so almost a year ago now. And I did it completely blindly in many ways. I had no idea who would listen to it, if anybody would listen to it, what type of episodes I would start to do, what type of guests I would have on. But I'm so, so pleased that I did start it. You, my audience, have been fantastic. The reception you give to it is just amazing. So I just want to say thank you. And I'm so pleased that I take this time every week to record this podcast because I know you guys enjoy it and I love sharing as well. And I love chatting to the guests. We've had some really amazing guests over the last year. So it's been so lovely for me to hear their wisdom and I'm sure you've enjoyed it as well. So just a little reminder, if you don't already subscribe to the podcast, it really means a lot to subscribe. And if you haven't yet left a review, I know I always say this on the little outro of this podcast to leave a review, but honestly, it means so much, particularly if you listen in Apple Podcasts, give it a little click the stars or write a little review. It would mean a lot. It makes a huge difference to the podcast and it makes a huge difference to me as well. So sending you all the love in the world and lots and lots of gratitude. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. 
If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.